0: hi guys sean and miriam here and welcome to that staff room podcast
1: every other week we will be chatting about all things school related from school dinners to ofsted ratings
0: join us in the conversation as we delve into the life of a teacher the good the bad and the downright hilarious
1: now lesson is in session
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That Staff Room Podcast. I hope you've had a wonderful summer. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, then please do not forget to subscribe. We're available at all places that you get your podcasts. Um, This week, we've got a very special guest with us, haven't we, Miriam?
1: We do indeed. We are so lucky to have Mr. Narayan Deb, who is an assistant principal in West London. Thank you for coming, Narayan. It's good to see you.
3: No, thank you. It's an absolute privilege. Thank you
1: and you know there's so much to talk about in our first episode back like literally so much has happened first big thing is we had a normal results day this year guys it wasn't cags it wasn't tags we're back to normal how was it for you guys being back in school for a normal well I say normal inverted commas results day what what was it what was it like for you Narayan do
3: you know what the previous two years you've forgotten of that or that of that anxiety leading up to results day it sort of starts mm. on the tuesday of the a-level results day yeah. and I'm, <laughs> i was just thinking you know what i'm halfway through my holiday why am i feeling like this and then it just builds up steadily the wednesday you know sort of get them through but they're embargoed and then on thursday that's it bam they're there that sense of nerves just crept up on me like something else this year because i've forgotten about it
1: yeah and
3: you were just thinking about I was just thinking about the year I was like did I set enough homework or (laughs) did I I give the student enough feedback on that essay because you're just thinking about everything and I think it's different because when you are a a teacher you sort of you know you're obviously very nervous about your own class but when you step Mm -hmm. into leadership you're thinking about everything and that weight absolutely nails you so um, yeah I mean it was lovely once the results days came it was just amazing to see the kids open envelopes mm. um, and see the smiles on all those faces we had a we had quite a good year at my place um, and everyone sort of walked away from that day with uh, a, a light feeling a good feeling like you know we've achieved yeah. a significant amount so um, yeah despite the nerves lots of positives
1: yeah, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Because we are really out. Look, it's not just the kids that are out of practice. with it all like the staff, you're right. We're just so out of practice with, oh gosh, it is results day. What do we do again? How do we do this? And those kids, it's the first set of results they had for the A-level kids. They wouldn't have had GCSE results in the same way. How was it for you, Sean? What, what was it like in your school?
2: It it just meant more. And I, I don't want to kind of belittle the last two years, mm. but for so many reasons, it meant more because it was... it it kind of validates you the work that you're doing because mm-hmm. before you don't really, you don't really know, you don't really know because you're kind of creating these grades and you know, the CAGS process is clunky, mm-hmm. right? You know, I think we all can agree it's not like the, the best process it was built in a, in a crisis, but to mm-hmm. sit on a results day and actually feel like the hard work that you've done for, you know, that last year has been kind of, worthwhile and validated and the students as well you know i think they felt the same and it, it just had a different kind of feeling in the air over the compared to the last two years and um you know the jeopardy was there again it's like anything you know victories always <laughs> feel better when there's a bit of jeopardy involved. <laughs> um so yeah it was just brilliant um uh, really enjoyed it obviously a new school as well so yeah. kind of seeing how how we do things there and um yeah really enjoyed the day
1: yeah no definitely and it is it just was that sense of like normality again and even just going into september we're not kind of thinking oh bubbles and okay can we sit next to this person on inset day or have we got to sit in our departments what what table we are like all of that kind of unknown removed this year isn't it whereas previous years we've all been a bit like what's going on what are we walking into it feels like really like unknown territory whereas this year definitely feels different and that leads me quite nicely onto what we're really talking about in this episode which is how to really get going for the new term preparing for the new term we're back to school it's september again guys Talk to me. How are you preparing for the new term? Right. What's, what What are you doing right now to prepare?
3: Right. So Sean's gonna know about this because last year I, I was on um on Instagram and I saw one of his stories where he had this beautiful journal, um, which he'd, which he'd I'm <laughs> sure he'd sort of had his name initially. You know how Sean rolls. He's got everything personalized and whatnot. And I thought, <laughs> you know, I need to get one of those. That's the first moment, isn't it? You realise
1: <laughs> uh, you need
3: to get a new Journal, whatever. And do you know what I always do? I get a journal that lasts eighteen months.
1: Yeah. So from so... Just like
3: from July to next December, then I waste the second half of it. So then it's just like <laughs> another investment that's I'm probably not going to use properly. But that's a signal that you need to start getting things done <laughs> yeah. for well, the when year. When you
1: see Sean getting things done. When I see when Sean, I see
3: signal. that post of Sean with that coffee mug. He's ready. I'm like yes. <laughs> and and he's doing this on August the, the second or the third, you know, in the beach or something. <laughs> And I'm just like, no, and I need to get ready now. And before when you're a kid, it's you know, the signals, you know, your parents or your guardians are telling you, let's go to Clark's. Let's get our sh- school shoes. As an adult, you've got to figure out yourself. You know, I'm looking at my suits, I'm looking at my waist and thinking, is it time to admit that I need to go up a size on my suit size? <laughs> you know, this this shirt doesn't fit me anymore. What's going on? I can't wear a skinny fit. Um, so how big's
2: the, the little... summer been you know
3: <laughs> that's just it isn't it those are the little things you've got to do to, to psych yourself up for the year ahead
2: yeah do you know what it's funny actually i made my own planner this year like i made i made it on <laughs> on canva like i was sick of all these limiting uh, planners that like i didn't have i've had that many planners we've all right had different planners yeah. over the year i've had that many ones where i've got i've seen the best bits of all of them and i was like I can't just get this one because I'll be disappointed it doesn't. So I just made one and I got the...
1: um, Maybe you should get it printed. Sell it to teachers. Maybe it could be like that room podcast merch. It's right
2: by my side right now. Uh, Oh, you actually
1: printed it?
2: Yeah. I asked the um, reprographics lady if she could make it look nice and she... uh, diversified yeah well, there yeah, we
1: go so... anyone listening if you would like a really bespoke teacher planner designed by mr sean whitehead himself that includes i believe meal prepping exercise <laughs> 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 evening activities <laughs> literally everything you can think of then just let us know and we'll get it to you
2: <laughs> yeah i mean i will i pop i will pop it on linkedin to be fair because you know <laughs> what i mean
1: don't <laughs> why like... not
2: edit it whatever but yeah that, that is it's the same for me first thing is always the planner because then like then you can plan your shopping you know what yeah, and,
3: and, and and do you know what you can distinguish the, between the teachers that are ready and aren't ready because there's always that email at the start um when someone says oh we've got some spare planners um knocking about in the stationary cupboard and then you just see you know the the trickle of teachers running off there and you're like no nah, you're not ready for this you haven't you haven't planned ahead <laughs>
1: it's true it's true when when you guys like think back to either when you were at school or when you first started teaching are there any kind of routines other than making sure you got your planner that you would like do or have you got any funny stories of your first days back anything that kind of springs to mind that you're like oh this happens every year
2: I think it's just I wouldn't say it's funny unfortunately but it's like loads and loads of like planning things that you forget oh I've got to do this this time of year like you get your timetable, there's mm. inevitably changes. So then you have to keep changing your timetable and, you know, crossing out in your book, which is annoys you. And then um, you always got, do
1: it in pencil first.
2: Yeah. <laughs> lesson <first>. learned. <laughs> and then, um, you know, things like seating plans and like your, like your class workbooks where you put all your grades and all these kind of things that like take time and you just. You forget how much time those things take, and you kind of take it for granted. Um, and then all of the like statutory training that everyone's frantically doing on the deadline—like everyone's like doing prevent training or whatever it is. <laughs>
1: Swapping yeah. answers. Someone would have done it and written the answers
2: down. <laughs> the department oh,
3: great for this. They uh,
2: <laughs> there was a cheat sheet going around
3: um, once or twice. Yeah, for for, for me. the 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 big thing is the when you get back you know the amount of small talk that you have this sort of stock phrases and questions isn't it that you have on the first day and i you know i was so tempted just sort of print a t-shirt of you know i this i've been here i've done this yes it was it it did feel like a long time or no we went really fast didn't you know delete where appropriate
2: (laughs) weather was great
3: <laughs> the weather i mean you uh, if you're talking weather this year you have ample material you could talk about the heat wave oh, for yeah. ages so but brilliant. i would find myself having those conversations the same type of conversation ad infinitum with you know so many different members of staff and it was just you got to a point when you're like so just mix it up I'll just throw something in something random you know just to, <laughs> like just what to see, what just would you throw in reaction. Ryan <laughs> I don't know what red did you say yeah just a total red herring like you know I've, I've been to prison this for the past <laughs> six weeks <laughs> just to see your reaction or something like that just to mix it up but well, you could also sense the you know that everyone's sort of feeling it, aren't they about the those conversations at the start especially new staff and if you're new yeah. to a school then it's what what else can you say because you do you go in do you go in and reveal you know your you know your, your <laughs> full you self or, <laughs> yeah, or do you just keep it very very safe I was
1: preparing to come to a new school all summer you know (laughs) I always think it's funny when you go in on the first day of term like you can always spot the different types of teacher like you always know the geography department because number one they always are looking you know fresh off a holiday They're, they're they're you know they've got that tan they've got that glow the summer glow and they're always talking about you know some random island the Galapagos island or something that they've been or I remember this one year actually one teacher had been there I was like, who actually got like that's cool but like, only a geography teacher and then you've got like the history teacher I'm from humanities so maybe I'm being a bit like this is my own experience you've got the humanities teachers that are like you know, they would have gone to some re- reenactment of like the Battle of Hastings and they're talking about how cool that was. And you're thinking, oh, OK, you're that person. And then like the English teachers. I don't know. Ryan, you're an English teacher, but in my mind, you're all like, you know, sharing the books that you read throughout the whole Absolutely, summer. Absolutely. Look, look at all, a stack of books that I've I've, I've gotten through. And you the know, poetry got you've to read, read, Yeah, the poetry you've written. The, no, the, the, the this the doesn't happen. <laughs> and then the music department, you know, I was I was playing this this thing in the summer the festivals I was doing all the festival you know you just got the different people <laughs> in the in the star room We all just kind of feeling each other around and be like oh is that what you got up to over the summer I quite like it it's nice you get to know people a little bit through yeah. um through finding out what they've got, nice got up to in the summer yeah
3: there's a, a nice energy at the start isn't
1: there yeah it is it's always just so funny because um You just think think like six weeks is quite a long time really when you spend like every single day with people. So it does, like you do have that feel of, oh, I haven't seen you for ages. You know, like you said, the stock phrases. And then, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see everybody again.
2: I think sometimes as well, like some people legitimately will have spent the whole some are with their child yeah. and no adult.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, that unironist you you partner works, <laughs>
2: and they're just like excited <laughs> to speak to you know an adult. An adult. <laughs> um, and or like just on their own. You know, there's loads of teachers that spend yeah, time yeah. on their own because like their partner mm. works and stuff. So, you know, like I think people are genuinely excited when they do get back. Um, mm. and you know we all love, we all love um, kind of spending time with the students and that's really why we do the job but those two three days of inset where you know the kids aren't there and you can kind of <laughs> kind of get loads done you know you, you, the, the, there's quiet corridors you know you're not gonna get pulled out of your classroom or your office to do something mm. and you can just focus on like the meat and bones of teaching you know you know you which say
1: time- that though so sure. you say you can get loads done on an inset day is that true? Because I bet there's loads <laughs> of teachers listening going, what school do you go to? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's just my experiences of inset day, it's, where you yeah. have all this ample time to get through everything. Ryan's shaking his it's head as it, well. No, you know,
3: what? It's, it's the closest time that you feel like you work in an office. Because I remember some inset days when, you know, after you've done the facilitation and the sessions, you're just sort of like, wow what is you know like i'm in my trainers i'm that's the thing isn't you in your trainers or in your non-work clothes and it already feels a bit unnatural because the kids aren't there and it's just like is this is what it feels like you know working in an office being able to go to the toilet when i when i want to go and then bam <laughs> the timetable hits the routine begins again <laughs>
2: It's funny isn't it because like some people do go full trainers and trousers but then you'll get like you don't know, you know like people that just never leave a suit will always be in a suit in the school the graham sooners of the uh, you know <laughs> the do you know what world. though
1: this is you've got a really if you're new in fact i know we're not in top tips in that part of our podcast yet but if you're in a new school you need to know what is the dress code on an inset mm. day and i know we're going to cover this in a future pod but I have definitely got it wrong in a recent school where I did some training <laughs> like last year on an inset day. I thought it was casual Fridays. yeah, so uh, you know I've gone in, okay, I'm delivering. But they had said, you know, casual. So I put on some boots because I thought that not not trainers, wore jeans, a t-shirt, and a blazer. I would say that's that's smart, casual, right? <laughs> I, everyone I've, was I've, suited and booted i've
3: definitely got it wrong i think i got it wrong in a recent school um where the, the policy had changed but i'd missed that i'd missed it i missed the know, i would missed the day so i <laughs> everyone everyone suited and boot and i've walked in with um white trainers skinny jeans and a red jacket oh. and i was michael just... jackson what's going <laughs> <on>? <laughs> wow i was like <laughs> I, this, and there's no hiding from. There's nothing I can do. You know, you're nothing. You you're, can do.
1: There's nothing to do.
3: you're sold for the day. Um, and I remember, I just remember looking around, um, the the P department looking at me like, yeah, you're you you are the one today. And that was it. I Had to ride it out for the day. <laughs> it's you.
2: <laughs> but first school I um, was at, it was um, train day. Two two teachers came in flip flops and shorts. Ooh. Sent home immediately
1: sent home on an inset day <laughs>
2: yeah wow re, readjust so,
1: go on talking about insert days what what would you guys say makes a good insert day like what 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 is it that makes something like oh that was that was a good training day today
3: so I, I so I've had two roles where I've you know very much been sat there engaging engaging set as a teacher um, and absorbing information and then also then facilitating and designing inset day. So we've all been in insets, inset days when it's just information bombardment um, mm. you know and it's almost sometimes you feel like this is this was this is the same inset last year, just a new slideshow or whatever. Um, it's just about keeping it engaging active and also giving teachers something to truly take something away from. you know you think about you've had six weeks, You've, you need to switch on again. You need to be inspired again. And you need to be taken on that journey again. But yeah. it's also about a bit of fun. Um, I, an insight that I did that I particularly enjoyed delivering was where I just got people juggling. I don't know if you two were there. Just got yeah. it was, it was just, just put a few clown balls in there and people started juggling. And for me as a facilitator, I was just like, let, let me not take myself too seriously. Because you don't want people, you don't want to lose people immediately. And you also have to remember there's new staff there, there's new training teachers, people have been in the school for the first time. It's about engaging them and making them feel like, yes, this is the place that I want to work. Too often, sometimes it is purely, uh, you know, 45 minutes or an hour of just information mm. and you can, you can, you know, you're sat there. And you're just like you feel like a kid. You feel like a kid, yeah. you know. If you, if, you, if it's if it's a school that you 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 know you've worked in for years, you start making eye contact with other people, <laughs> and it's like Same bingo. <laughs> yeah, then it's like you know the ch- inner child comes to the surface, and bang, that's it.
1: It really does, doesn't it? Like the inner child just, I don't know, you just start to like, yeah, catch eyes with other people, laughing. Like we are, there used to be this um, first principal in a school who used to have certain phrases that he would say to the point you could make like a bingo card. And you like, in... I shouldn't reveal any names. But, like, we would literally sit next to each other and just be, like, crossing them off. Like, yep, they said this. Yep, that happened. They did that gesture. Like, you just knew, like, what was going to come up. And, yeah, it was the only way that you could kind of stay with your eyes open. But the inner child really, really hits.
2: It's funny because, like, we're, like, experts you know at teaching that's what we do but when it comes yeah. to inset we don't use the same format as yeah. a lesson we know what yeah. how yeah. to design p design you know um bite-sized chunks that are you know um designed for engagement and kind of participation yeah but the amount of people to just stand there and talk and like you can yeah. deal with it for for an hour you can you can but when it's the next hour is the same thing and then the next hour is the same. <laughs> yeah. that 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 is too much and it's not useful you know it's it really true. isn't useful so um you know that's that's when it goes bad I think and just even things like time of the day mm. I remember um we had we also used to have safeguard training after um after lunch oh and yeah as soon as you had that lasagna you know it's
1: like, over the garlic just, bread mm. yeah
2: and you're like you know especially like your um you know your assistant principal assistant head teacher people are looking at you and you're like you're like you're trying to keep your eyes open (laughs) I can't be the one nodding off here but it's so difficult um you know for those reasons and especially Mm. because people aren't used to waking up early and all that kind of stuff and Mm. body clocks are all out of whack do you guys like taper into your your wake-up time or do you just go nah the Thursday and Friday is going to sort me out
1: the Thursday and Friday are going to sort me out for me, me I, I, I always found that the day before like the inset I couldn't sleep and it happened every single year because it was kind of like I don't know if it was excitement nerves I would be worried I wouldn't wake up on time I've been used to waking up like midday maybe not midday but like being used to waking up so much later and then there's like this fear of waking up late for for school so I just I really struggled to sleep the first two days so I just yeah I can't I don't do the let me start getting back into some kind of routine thing I, I don't do that.
3: Do you know what this year I've done it inadvertently? So yesterday and today, an alarm clock has gone off in the house, which neither you know my wife or myself had set. Um, So it went off at 6 a.m. yesterday, 6 a.m. today. We Ooh. thought it was a, we thought it was neighbours, and I just thought, oh, you know, like I try and take I try I try to take the positive. I was like, oh, at least it's it's gearing me up, like Sean says, for that Thursday wake up. Yeah. Um And then I discovered it was in the house. Went downstairs, and it was some sort of a temperature clock i think my little one had set it for 6 o'clock trying to nudge me and get me there but it was a, it was a, it's a weird feeling you know when you're having to get up at 6 and i was just like i've got to get up at 6 and go on thursday not go back to sleep mm-hmm. and it's that initial thing where you get up at 6 you're back into that routine and you're in work mode by what 7 a.m. 7:30 And those initial couple of wake ups are hard. But I think after a week, you're like, yeah, this is just totally normal again. And you Mm -hmm. sort of crave that, almost crave that routine again, or you don't mind that routine. Um, Sean alluded to the fact that some parents have children over a holiday. So I've very much been in routine throughout this holiday where my time has been determined by the needs of my little one. But it is a different kettle of fish when you are back into that work routine, and for some, it is absolutely a security blanket. It's something that offers familiarity, and for others, it's just like, oh my god, this is this is crazy again. But it hits you nevertheless.
2: Mm, I I find, um, and obviously, with all that experience of being leaders at school, like sometimes those inset days, you know, they're not about you and your needs they're about your team's needs and that's why those days can be so taxing because
1: mm. everyone's
2: coming to you with the questions and you want to make their yeah. you know experience back in school the, the least stressful as possible you want to have mm. all the answers and I, I think especially with like the covid issues of the past you know like there was always extra stuff you didn't even you know wouldn't have thought of and you want to have everyone's mind at ease um so you you know you might not get chance to work on what you need to do until you know, way into the evening, you know, because you're prepping for everybody else. Um, so that that's always something I kind of like think of. I mean, my inset really always starts a couple of days before the actual inset because mm. that's when I'm doing my prep, you know, mm. for my teams and stuff. So, it's like a it, I find that an easier way to kind of build into the the kind of workflow.
1: Yeah, ease into it. I think the best kind of insets for me are the ones where, like you said, you've got that kind of stimulus in the morning. But you're probably at your most brightest and listening and all the rest of it engaged. And then the afternoons, they're given over to you being with your team, you Mm -hmm. doing your display board, you setting up your rooms, getting your books sorted, you know, bartering with, you know, another department because your exercise books haven't come through. Like, oh, that has happened so many years. (laughs) like going over to English um can we borrow 50 books please and then (laughs) English will always write it up you know well you owe us we're not going to forget ever um but yeah it's just it's nice to have like practical time in the afternoon because I think when you're sat like you guys Mm -hmm. have already said for so long in the morning is it's tricky so I think yeah you're right you need that your teams need that time with you even if you know you don't necessarily get that time for yourself if you're a leader but I think that's that's quite key advice there Sean to get get ready a bit and ease into it prior
3: also go on Ryan sorry sorry I was gonna say if you're a trainee teacher and I remember this distinctly that sense of nerves at the start can sometimes just overwhelm you I remember Mm. I remember distinctly myself um I trained up in the Midlands and um I remember someone was showing me how to plan a lesson. This was before the days of, of, you know, co-plan lessons being given to you. And they were just going through PowerPoint, you know, clicking through like an expert. I was like, what, how do you even, what What? would you mean Like, I need to fade out my animations and things <laughs> like that? And that freaked me out. And I just remember um, that, that was a long night after so I think as a trainee you, you know you need to just accept that this is this is a you know you're not going to know everything within the first few days even weeks mm. it's going to take a while and it's about I suppose you know as a leader or as a, a leader of a team it's about training that supporting environment um, and as a trainee not being too hard of, on yourself in that first mm. initial couple of days because it can be it can feel like well right everyone knows it and I don't, mm. whereas for all of us as teachers, we're all meeting new classes for the first time. We're all establishing yeah. ourselves for the first time. And on that inset day, you know, we're all planning everything again. It's blowing the, the mm. cobwebs off. So everyone's all sort of starting from the same
1: position. Definitely. I don't know if you guys ever have this after a summer holiday, but when you go in for that first day, you're like, can I even teach? <laughs> like, I've, I feel like I've fully forgotten how to actually get up in front of a group of students and hold their attention. Like, So I think, and that's after teaching and being in education for like 15, 16 years. So, you know, if you're a trainee and you're listening, it's, it's okay. Don't feel overwhelmed. I think we're all in the same boat really, aren't we? To feel like a little bit overwhelmed by INSET. We know there's a lot of information coming our way, um, but I think once you're back into routine, and we always say this, so actually I don't know if you guys say this, but when the kids come back, that's the best bit. Cause you, you know, when the kids come back, it's routine starts and that's when you can just get on with it. And sometimes you just need to get on with it, don't you?
3: Can I just ask you both about something about INSET? Mm. What's, do you think the mark of a good INSET is how you introduce new stuff? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah i know where you're Definitely. going this. yeah so
1: <laughs>
2: do you know like it's, it's we we were all experienced this in this um this method of introducing staff it was kind of i think it was based on apple was it was it apple
1: i think like it was company, yeah. yeah
2: someone saw it and it's like you know when they have a new staff member they they celebrate and they're, they're roaring with applause so it was decided that staff would um come onto stage (laughs) and their name would be written behind them and they have to walk onto the stage and like people clap and applaud you know and and all that kind of stuff but we didn't like
1: a catwalk wasn't
2: it we didn't didn't brief staff on it we just it was just an slt decision and the agreement was the agreement was um everyone was going to stand up and start cheering I was fully committed to this and I was the only one Did you one... come
1: up with this idea though? Is that uh, why I, you were fully so. committed
2: no, to it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I just thought it was a good cool, idea to know. me. Um,
1: You're forgetting as well there was like theme music playing. That no place that Derby. that one. Yeah, that would be playing. Absolutely classic. Volume loud.
2: <laughs> and um, I stood up and applauded. I was like, "Woo!" Just like the most enthusiastic <laughs> person ever. Everyone else just sat down, you know, with that kind of quiet, quiet clap. British cl- clap, you know, <laughs> <and> just, like, <laughs> golf course clapping. But I, like, I think that was a few years ago, and years, years gone on. It's it's, it's increased, and yeah, mm. and everyone stands up. It's like a cultural thing that people do there. And it's it funny it, watching though, like because... people earning it, you know, like, like like not earning, sorry, owning it, you know, like yeah, walking yeah. up and like blowing kisses. Yeah, and yeah, yeah.
1: You only developed though Sean because I remember you being really upset that no one else had joined you in the clap. you were by yourself you're like guys if we're doing this again this year like everybody needs to get involved everybody needs to stand and clap
2: no it's like bungee jumping and everyone going yeah we'll go on three and then like you (laughs) jump (laughs) and everyone's just waving from the top
1: it was so funny but I do think a oh, good welcome for new staff is so important and maybe where we previously were it was a bit overwhelming to do a catwalk to music while everyone's cheering you really loudly or Sean was anyway um <laughs> but what are some of the ways that your schools because you're both in different schools now how do they welcome new staff how are you welcomed as new staff for your inset days
3: uh your name appears on the board stand up everyone claps
1: Oh, was
3: that it? <laughs> <laughs> we just listen to a net now, isn't it, after what we've been yeah, through? I mean like <laughs> it's it, it's interesting comparing because it is just quite you know, it's just straightforward. Here we are and we just giving them a round of applause. Um whereas previously it was energy and Sean was there with mm. the energy and it sort of it characterized <laughs> us as a as a community, didn't it? As, yeah, it did, yeah, as one and that was what it was like. And, um, yeah, I mean, at I, I, my current place, the, the welcome is definitely there with the icebreakers, you know, um, and having to, you know, having to lead into it, you forget about how awkward icebreakers can be. And also, what what is an icebreaker? What's a good icebreaker? It's always two truths and a lie, isn't it? Or something like that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I love that one. Standard
3: ones. <laughs>
2: Or paper, rock, scissors, you know, until we've got oh, the two, every no, join the that team. That was a
1: good one. I really enjoyed that. But it's not actually a very good icebreaker because you don't talk no. to anyone. You just play no. the game. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit of fun. But that, that leads us on to yeah. um, top tips for the mm. inset. And I'm going to start one in the vein of icebreakers. And it is going to be that don't put an icebreaker in every single meeting so you <laughs> because that's what happens you have an icebreaker to start off with all staff then you'll go in your department there'll be an icebreaker and then you know um you go off to your pastoral group and there's another icebreaker and uh, that's perhaps why we don't get anything done because melted you know what are your top tips for a you know a good start to the term and and a good start to maybe inset so it can be either inset related or just start of the term
1: i think um something i really encourage staff to do and as somebody who now who leads cpd please please people do this take a notebook it's surprising yeah. how few teachers have a notebook for inset and i know that seems like a really obvious thing but it's not to so many people and uh, you know again our previous school provided notebooks for all the staff and it became your CPD notebook for the year and I think that's a really good practice but Mm -hmm. few few places do it and so yeah everybody take a notebook to your inset because there's always something you can get yes it can be overwhelming and yes um you know you're getting so much information thrown at you but you know, making notes can help you stay engaged, can keep you awake, keep you alert. But also it means that you can look back and just be like, oh, yeah, we discussed that. That was a really good point. So please take a notebook, get a notebook that's not your planner as well.
3: <laughs> do, do You know, I've got a couple. Right. So one is one that I'm going to try this year. And it's um, about pl- really planning my September in a social way as well. So having things to, to look forward to um, mm. outside of work. So I know they're there. Um, and really making sure that um, I'm actively paying attention to my, you know, my life as well as work. Um, and secondly, it is a marathon, not a sprint. So often at the start of the, the term, you know, you you'll notice this, and you may do it yourself. You are spending all hours on end trying to get everything built in and everything done. And and absolutely for some for some roles that may be necessary but that will be something that will lead to, to burnout and everything always gets done it always gets done whether you mm. spend hours or you, you spread it across so it's just about being kind to yourself at the start of term you need that energy to teach you need that energy to lead you need that energy to be you and it's uh, you forget um, Miriam used to always say this about the winter term it's a long slog it's a long old mm. slog and it's about being um as pragmatic and efficient with your energy as possible
1: yeah definitely yeah,
2: i read something on linkedin one time and it popped up and just said ease into monday you know don't mm. don't just feel like because monday got hit it hard and i think it's the same with the term as you said you got to ease into it i was like remembered starting to insert uh, and everybody being gone Well, at three, you know, so say inset finishes at three and people just leave at three. And I was like, how can you do this? I've got so much things to do. What about this? What about that? But, Mm -hmm. you know, ultimately that feeling like that can, um, as you said, lead to halfway through the term. Just you've got nothing left, you know, so really good advice there. Um,
1: How would you ease? Sorry. How would you ease into your term then, Sean? So obviously you just said maybe maybe do leave at three or slightly earlier don't stay till eight o'clock on that first day which some of us can do what else would
2: I you do yeah what else would you do to home?
1: ease into the term
2: everyone's got a massive to-do list but it's like mm. what needs to be done today that's it yeah. you know like you, mm. you everyone's got a today list to do this and they're different things Ooh,
1: well, um, I, like
2: that. I know i just came up with that on the spot that's so amazing <laughs> that.
1: we definitely need to make that into a quote and put it somewhere
2: <laughs> but yeah like think of like what what tomorrow can't happen if these things don't happen i'll do mm-hmm. those and then whatever's yeah. next can happen um but sometimes you know you can just get stuck in i, I do it all the time so it's, it's partly procrastinating you start doing things that you'd want you want to work on or you know you enjoy Uh, and you don't really tackle the things that need happening or you just get you know you leave your door open and you get sucked into things and stuff without Mm kind of just like no this is my time to do this exact thing Mm -hmm. and other people are really good at that you know and and some people are not so I think that would be my one.
1: I think another top tip I have is get to know new staff. Yeah. I think it's so easy to stick with the comfortable and go to the staff that you feel, you know, you know well and they're maybe in your department and you've got a bit of history with, but try and put yourself in the shoes of a new member of staff who's in that inset, Um, you know, the first few days, they don't know anybody, they're kind of, like you know, we've already said it, sat there like white knuckles, like, oh my gosh, so much information and all the rest of it. And I think, I've been in too many situations where I've been maybe the new person or, um in a new environment and people don't speak to you even to tell you where you know the bathrooms are or um how to get your photocopy in or whatever and I know whoever is leading the department should do that but it's just nice if you just go and introduce yourself and what you do and find out a little bit about them how long they've been teaching and that kind of thing just really connect with with the new people because it's not easy going somewhere new is it guys I mean you guys know more than anyone you've done it most recently so um yeah that's another tip connect with the new people
3: (laughs) yeah and I I I certainly feel that it's you want to see I think when you start a new place and um I'm very lucky in the schools that I've worked in where you get to see the human sides to um people and there's various ways of of doing that and that could just be through organizing something socially at the end of the day Mm. um, or just an activity where it just allows and enables um, people just to have that conversation that isn't necessarily about work. And there isn't going to be your stop phrases. It's going to be a bit more, you know, let's let us get to know each other kind of bit because you are going to spend a lot of time with each other over the next eight or nine weeks. So 100% agree with that, Miriam. And, and you know, mm. you used to do something brilliant, which was, um, sit. and you mentioned a different podcast where you just sat in different seats during meetings okay. and that yeah. kind of thing. Um, because it is about making you know people feel part of your community and I think we've worked in environments where um, that that can be done really well but sometimes you know in moments you can feel like the person or whatever you see someone that definitely um, is more nervous.
2: Yeah and it's interesting you brought up again about the stop phrases and having those kind of more meaningful conversations I'm not even sure where I've heard this but it was someone was talking about like having deeper conversations and like, actually, you know, not, not people just replying, yeah, I'm not bad, you know, and not and, yeah. and being developed. And it's a, it's more to do with the question you ask than, mm. you know, the, the responses thinking of ways that you can ask questions that are, you know, more personal. And that clearly like showed that you're interested, like things like, oh, what are you most looking forward to working on this year? You
1: yeah. Know, things like that.
2: And it goes, Oh, you know, catches people by surprise and, it's true. you know, the, the, like they, you're caring about what yeah. they care about. Yeah, so, definitely. That's that, that important deeper, as Like, well. where do you go on holiday?
1: yeah that's important as well Sean because I think we say it about the students all the time is don't assume that they've had a great summer Mm -hmm. you know they people have varying summers I mean Ryan's already alluded you know he's got a a young child and so it's been quite you know an intense summer in lots of ways I'm sure you've had some great times but you know looking after a child definitely changes the dynamic of of what it was before but there'll be other people who've maybe had a very difficult summer Mm -hmm. and so just asking about their summer or whatever is is very limiting for some people and it's just being aware of that and mindful that actually that's not always the best question but but as you said Sean asking them something like what are you most looking forward to working on this term that's a great question because it opens up something it brings up more hope and future and accountability and it's 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 more of an interesting question because then you can actually be part of that journey as well
3: yeah exactly it's also quite strange for us teachers because we almost have two new years right we've got our new year in january yeah. and we've got september and i forgot my new year's resolutions right i don't know if i've met <laughs> half of them or whatnot but then you you get to the day before summer and you're like right what are my september resolutions <laughs>
1: Yeah.
3: and do they are you know do they marry up with my january resolutions? <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like You know, what am I going to do this year differently? Mm. Um, And it's sometimes great. Absolutely. Make those commitments to, you know, um, how you are going to approach this academic year. um, Because they're things to stick by. I think a great activity, um, if you're thinking of it, is just writing letters, you know, to your July self or something like that. Mm. um, Because you open that letter in July and you're like, whoa, (laughs) that was... A long year you know as Mm. just as just as our kids open envelopes in August you know it's nice for an adult to open an envelope and look back um at their at their year.
1: That's a really nice one I like that. My Uh, final top tip sorry can I say one more and I kind of of alluded to to it earlier as well is because your timetable constantly changes as Sean said write it down in pencil if you've got your planner Mm. and you know you're putting in your timetable making it all look pretty don't put it in pen, it will change, <laughs> something will change, and even if it doesn't, just keep it in pencil because <laughs> throughout the year, oh, so much can happen. So, that's another little top tip for me. you thought you were one. teaching
3: history, now you're teaching English. There well, that know, did actually one. happen
1: to me, did it? And then you came and took over, and that was half through the year, so that is
3: <laughs> a very a real nice.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Any other top tips, guys?
3: Enjoy it. You know, enjoy it. Teaching is the best profession in the world. That first day when the kids come back and they're a foot taller than they were before the summer holiday <laughs> and they've got their stories. And like you said, absolutely. Some kids, summer is difficult. Um, and for some kids, there is just a lot of change. But you get to see that. And that's a privilege, you know, just to to watch kids grow and they come back and, you know, they've got they've got more stories, they've changed. And, and then you're teaching them again. You're teaching a kid that you taught in year seven and now when you're 11. Someone's always um, going to come back with the beard. Someone's yeah. going to come back with facial hair and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> we need to get you some Gillette or something like that. Um, but that is a wonderful thing. Um, you start that journey again. Um, and it's something that, you know, uh, you recognise as soon as one set of results close, the next, the journey to the next one begins when mm. you're thinking about um, about moving forward. But that's a lovely feeling, you know, that first day. Um, when you're with the kids again and you realise, yes, here we go. another yeah. the year begins.
1: It's true.
2: Excellent. Well, just like writing a letter to ourselves, we're going to sign off at the end and put this envelope away. Maybe we'll revisit this podcast at a later date to see if we actually did <laughs> all the things that we said. Write in, in, right yeah. in pencil. Writing in pencil. But thank you so much to Ryan for joining us. Yeah. I hope no, the uh, start you. of your term thank goes you. really well. Likewise. And your insets that you've planned go really well as well.
1: I <laughs>
3: just talk plan. at people. Yeah, yeah um, needs cool, cool. Plan, not planned. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> thanks everybody for listening and once again if you haven't already it'd be great if you could subscribe you can review us on um all the places like spotify and um apple podcasts and please feel free to go back and listen to podcasts that we've done previously as we have a whole catalog including um things that tie in with the start of the year as well so we've got one about autumn term we've got one about um open evening as well because i'm sure a lot of you will be having open evenings in the first couple of weeks but i uh, hope everybody that's listening has a wonderful start to the term
1: hi guys
0: Bye. that's all for this week folks thanks everyone for listening
1: and don't forget to connect with us on social media just search that staff room podcast links are in the show notes
0: get involved in the conversation by leaving comments and messages this podcast is all about sharing ideas and building connections.
1: And if you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you're feeling kind, then leave us a review. Five stars are most welcome.
0: Until next time, top up your coffee, sharpen your pencils, class dismissed.